Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello there, and welcome to another College Investor Audio Show. So glad to have you a part of things. And today we're taking a look at how to make a budget and the tips and tools to actually make it work. If you really want to control and gain control of your cash, a budget is one of the best tools to help you control your spending and also to achieve your financial goals. But starting to budget can be a pain. Here's a step-by-step guide on budgeting and how to make a budget that actually works. (laughs) So the number one thing you need to make a budget is you need a reason to budget. If you don't have a compelling reason to budget, a budget is just a stupid plan telling you to spend less money. (laughs) You won't stick with the stupid plan. So why are you budgeting? Sometimes your reason will be tangible and short term. You may just want to pay for a specific trip, you know, for a wedding or just to get rid of all your debt. Other times your reason will feel kind of nebulous. You want to feel in control of your finances. You're trying to combine finances with a partner or You want to cut down on friction in your relationship. As long as the goal is meaningful to you, the budget can be successful. With that, let's get started. Step number one, get to know your numbers. All right, so once you know why you're budgeting, you'll want to get some data about your income and spending. Your historic income and spending are the best predictors of your future behavior. If you understand where your money went for the past few months, you can make a plan for where it should go for the next few weeks. Now, the best way to get information about your spending is to use some sort of app. You know, you can connect your accounts to the app and the app will categorize spending for you. Some of our favorites are Emma, YNAB, Tiller, Clarity Money, and Personal Capital. You can compare them at thecollegeinvestor.com. We actually have a few reviews for you to check out too. All five of the apps allow you to categorize spending and get insights into your income and spending habits. Here's step two. Decide on a budgeting strategy for this month. So once you have some data, information about your historic spending, you'll want to decide on a budgeting strategy for the month ahead. Or you can budget from pay period to pay period if you prefer to do that too. You don't need to commit to this strategy for life. It's just for your first attempt at a budget. Now, these are some of the most popular budgeting strategies that actually do work. Okay, the the first one we're going to talk about is zero-based budget. It's basically a budget where you tell every dollar what to do. Every dollar has a job. The tool you need a budget is designed specifically to help you build zero-based budgets. In a zero-based budget, you list your income. Then, subtract savings and investments and fixed bills. Then, you allocate the remaining funds to discretionary categories like groceries, entertainment, and travel. The zero-based budget is a great budgeting method for people with volatile incomes. It can help you see ways to adjust your spending and savings based on the income you're actually earning. However, it can be so time-consuming to make this budget that many people find it's really not sustainable for the long run. An account for everything. This is another method. It's kind of a variation of the zero-based budget. It's the account for everything strategy. So under this strategy, you automatically transfer money to various accounts with each paycheck. 
For example, you might have a car fund, a travel fund, a fun fund, a bills fund, an emergency fund, etc. You can use the money in these accounts as a sort of, you know, pseudo budget, if you will. If you've got money in the fun account, you can go to a basketball game or meet friends for drinks. But once that money is gone, you put a stop on that until your next check comes. <laughs> now, this ensures that every major goal is funded without having to think too much about the budgets. This strategy works best if you've got a stable income and you have a financial buffer in your main checking account. You don't want auto transfers to leave you overdrafting. The cash system. This is a really simple budgeting strategy. So your income is deposited to a checking account and all your bills, like rent and utilities, are paid directly from that account. Then you decide how much other money you want to spend on various expenses, like groceries, eating out, all that kind of stuff. You withdraw this money from the ATM and spend it until it's gone. Then you don't spend anymore <laughs> until the next week when you hit up the ATM again. So many people use this system to correct bad spending habits. Cash is a physical reminder and a powerful one at that of how much you're spending. And it can help you be careful without the need to track every single expense. Once you've established good spending habits, the cash system isn't necessarily as useful. And many people switch their cash budget to credit cards, which allow them to earn points. Next, we turn to the 50-30-20 budget, or a percentage-based budget. Basically, it's designed to help you put a set percentage of your income towards various expenses. In this budget, you put 50% of your income towards needs, 30% towards wants, and 20% of your income towards investing or debt payoff. The most effective way to implement this is to automate everything and use several accounts. You can put half your check to a needs account where you'll pay for expenses like rent, utilities, vehicle repairs, groceries. Automatically draft 30% of the check to a once account where you'll spend on travel, gifts, and eating out. And finally, 20% to your 401k or another investment option. This strategy works really well if you have a stable income and your necessary expenses are relatively low percentage of your income. However, the specific 50-30-20 breakdown doesn't work for people earning lower incomes, variable incomes, or who have high expenses. Save off the top is a different strategy. This, it's the last one we're going to talk about today. Kind of a variation on the percentage-based budget, but under the save off, off the top strategy, you save or invest a fixed percentage of your income. Aim for 20-50%, to 50%, by the way. Once that money is stashed, you can spend the rest as you see fit. There's no particular breakdown between needs and wants, so you can simply track the amount in your checking account to see if you can keep spending. This strategy can work for people who don't want to be in the weeds with their finances, but want to make progress towards their goals too. However, if you're in a couple with completely shared finances, you might want to be careful with this one. It can be easy for both partners to accidentally overspend when there isn't a clear definition about how the money is to be spent. Hmm. Step number three. All right, so record your budget. With the strategy selected out of the list, or maybe you come up with something else on your own, it's time to record your budget. You can either write down the budget with pen and paper, use a spreadsheet, or use an app in their built-in budget option. Be sure to build the budget based on your take-home pay. You don't want to overspend because you forgot about taxes. 
Here's step four. Track progress and adjust. So throughout the month, you'll want to track your spending. Use one of the apps mentioned uh, before and then compare your spending to your budget. If you wrote your budget with pen and paper, you might want to keep a spending journal as well. So at some point, you'll probably run into an unexpected expense. It's going to happen. Do your best to adjust your budget to accommodate the expense. Ideally, you can find areas to cut back so you can avoid going into debt. If you can't cut back, you can try to earn more money to make ends meet. Even if the budget turns out to be useless for the first month or two, (laughs) keep trying. Eventually, you'll create a spending budget and plan that helps you achieve your financial goals. So here are some tips for making a budget that works. The best budget is the one you'll use. That's the best one. There's no budgeting system that's perfect. They all have advantages and disadvantages, of course. But if the budget helps you, it's useful enough. Budgets are a guideline, not a law. It's impossible to have a perfect budget. You'll never predict the exact amount that you'll spend in every single category every month. A budget will allow you to see that you're overspending in one category. So you can, you know, throttle your spending in another category to make up the difference. Budgeting takes a few tries. Using a budget does. It really does take some time. So at first, you might feel like you're hit by unexpected expenses all the time. Or you may feel that your budget is usually a little bit too tight. It may take anywhere from a few months to a year to feel like the budget is really starting to help you. Budgets also aren't forever. Remember that. I've been budgeting regularly for over a decade. In that time, No budget has lasted longer than a few months. I've had low, irregular incomes, high stable income, and everything else in between. I've had periods with low expenses, high expenses, I'm looking at you, daycare, and everything else in between. (laughs) So every time I enter a new phase of life, my budget changes. That's just fine, because the budget helps me balance current and future priorities. Budgeting becomes easier over time. This is our last tip. Once you gain an understanding of your income and spending habits, proactively making a budget will become easier. From time to time, you may still feel squeezed if your income isn't high enough to support your needs, but a budget will help you address that shortfall more quickly than not. That's all we have for you today. I hope that helps. Just to give you some tips on how to budget and make those, just make it work. Because we just want to come alongside of you and help you along in your journey. You're awesome. Thanks so much for stopping by today to the College Investor Audio Show. And be sure to share this with a friend and help them out too. That'd be awesome. And you can check out our website to see some of the reviews on some of the different apps that we mentioned. It's all at thecollegeinvestor.com. Take care, and we'll talk to you again very soon.